When we talk about flamenco musical instruments, perhaps the guitarra and the cajon comes to mind, but there are many other instruments that are used today to make flamenco music. In the 19th century, in addition to the guitar, it was another instrument that was protagonist of the flamenco scene, the piano. In episode 15 of the podcast Forgotten Sounds of Flamenco, we will see what role the piano had in that flamenco, and we will listen to some forgotten flamenco sounds for piano. Sounds that once were listened. Sounds that once were enjoyed. Sounds that once were danced. Sounds relegated to oblivion. And yet, there is still something we can do for them. Let us summon them. Let us summon them. Welcome to the podcast Forgotten Sounds of Flamenco. My name is Jose Miguel Hernández Jaramillo and I invite you to enroll in this journey through the sounds, stories, spaces and people that were part of the 19th century flamenco. Hi, how are you? Thank you very much for being there for another episode of this podcast. And I want to thank you because it has been six months since we began broadcasting this podcast. After this 14 episode, both in Spanish and English, I am overwhelmed by the reception it is having worldwide. The number of followers and audience has increased at an average of 40% per month, more than twice as expected. We have been many days in the first place of audience rankings. For example, in the category of podcasts about music history, we have been number one in Spain for many days. We have been number four in Malta, Mexico and Japan, number five in Australia, number six in Switzerland, number 18 in the Netherlands, number 21 in the UK, number 28 in Canada or number 69 in the USA. I also thank you for the lovely messages I receive almost every day. So thank you so much. By the way, if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, you can do it on Spotify, iTunes, Evox, Google Podcasts, or on the YouTube channel Sonidos Olvidados en Musicología Creativa, where in addition to listening to it, you can see extra video contents and see links related to each episode that I leave in the description. In this episode, we will discuss the piano as a flamenco instrument. Usually, when we speak about flamenco musical instruments, the first thing that comes to mind are the guitar, the cajon, or even the castanets. However, other musical instruments are currently used in flamenco, such as electric bass, flutes, violin, double bass, Indian sitar, harmonica, bandoneon, drums, or our protagonists of today's episode, the piano. Nowadays, incredible pianists are performing flamenco artistic proposals in a dimension that fascinates me personally. In this episode, I want to tell you how the piano has been a fundamental part of flamenco since the beginning in the 19th century. As I always say, to understand what the flamencos of our great-great-grandparents was like, the flamenco of the 19th century, we should not think of it as a static and homogeneous art, but rather as what it was, a phenomenon transversal to different Spanish social groups, therefore diverse and heterogeneous. As we have seen in previous episodes, the flamenco performed in the most humble neighborhoods of Andalusian towns was different from the flamenco performed in the best theaters of Spain, and not only theaters in Andalusia. And of course, the piano could not be present in all these performance spaces, but it was the protagonist in some of them. As you probably imagine, having a piano at that time was outside the reach of all people. Only those with 13 economic solvency could afford it. 
On the other hand, piano teaching was based mainly on the reading of music, for example, in scores, which is another limiting factor in terms of access and practice of this instrument. These factors meant that the piano was restricted to domestic environments and to stage music, such as theaters or concert restaurants. If we look at some photos and paintings of the concert restaurants at the 19th century, we will see how in some of them a piano appears. If you are watching the video of this episode on YouTube, you can see some examples, such as the famous photograph of the Café del Burrero in Seville, where you can see a piano right in front of the stage. Other musical instruments such as guitars, bandurrias, lutes, cornets or violins, to mention a few, were the protagonists in different kinds of spaces, where the piano could not be carried, such as in the streets, in taverns, pilgrimages, etc. We are going to listen to a flamenco composition for piano from 1878 entitled La Cantaora Flamenca or La Cantaora Gitana, because on the cover it appears the title as flamenca and in the beginning of the score appears as gitana or gypsy. The subtitle of this work is Serranas Flamencas, and it was composed by Ángel Rubio, an impressive composer. Although his works were very successful at his time, today he is one of those musicians unjustly almost forgotten. Ángel Rubio wrote many flamenco pieces, among them these serranas, which if you listen carefully, you will see that it already has many of the musical structures of the serrana that are still sung in flamenco. settings there is a tendency for women to be the ones to play the piano. Suppose you remember the TV series of that time, the ladies of the house, that is, the owner's daughters, who used to receive musical and piano training, and people used to ask them to play something in the piano or even sing. Well, this is true, this happened in reality, and it is not just a movie fiction. We see this in some texts of the time, for example, this narration of Manuel Fernández y González in 1917, where it is stated that the piano is fashioned among the young ladies. I will read this text. Who is playing in there? I asked Uncle Prieto. It is my little girl. He answered me. She has insisted on becoming a young lady. And as today all of the young ladies play the piano, you go there. 
I still have stuck in my heart the 12,000 reales that the piano has cost. Or also this other text from 1831, where in addition to producing music, learning the piano also has other functions. The text reads as follows. All the young ladies play the piano. It is an inseparable adornment in the general concept of the excellent education of women. Moms recommend it as the best grounds claim. One learns it as a single woman to forget it as a married woman. We are listening to another of the flamenco pieces that could be heard in those houses and dance halls. It is a solea published in Seville in the 1880s, composed by Federico Lignan from Cadiz. Remember, in episode 9 of this podcast, we saw how there used to be pianos in the casetas at the Feria de Abril in Seville. In those last decades of the 19th century, there are references of the presence of pianos not only in Sevilla Fair, but also in other towns, such as this description of the Ethica Fair in 1883. The nuisance would be remedied with the placement of tents because they constitute a city in camp, let's say in this way where the music lovers emigrate to the pleasure, where the piano and other instruments are taken, and where the hours are spent pleasantly, animated by the rhythm of the cadence habaneras, the sentimental petenera or malagueña, and the divine and inspired melodies of Bellini, Mayerberg or Donizetti, or this other one of the Fair of Chiclana in 1885. Already at 12 o'clock, when that was coming to an end, a girl from San Fernando, who must have passed through heaven before, sang some peteneras on the piano. As I mentioned before, the limitations of owning a piano restricted its practice to a tiny percentage of the population. On the other hand, these rich sectors were consumers of scores, which greatly encouraged the publication of flamenco music and therefore stimulated its composition. As we have seen in other episodes, this factor is fundamental to know in detail how the flamenco music of those early times was, which palos were emerging, which variants of them, what was becoming fashionable, which lyrics were the characteristic of each palo, or which palos were the most popular according to the number of publications of them. Let's say that this music that was written mainly for piano left us researchers enough clues to know how flamenco music was in those times. The production of flamenco scores of flamenco pieces for piano or piano and singing was enormous. 
To get an idea of the relevance of the piano concerning other instruments in this type of publications, researchers sometimes use statistics. In my master's dissertation in the Advanced Flamenco Studies program at the University of Seville, I found that 72% of the 19th century Peteneras score I analyzed were for piano, or piano and voice, while only 28% of this Peteneras score were for guitar. Lenny Carreje found similar data in her doctoral dissertation on Malagueños. In this case, in 68% of the scores, the piano appears as a soloist or accompaniment instrument, and only 12% of the scores were for guitar. In these two examples, the music written for piano is between three and five times greater than the reported for guitar. It does not mean that the piano was the main instrument of flamenco at that time. In the doctoral thesis of Lenny Carreyes that I have just mentioned on the Malagueñas of the 19th century, of the 640 documentary references that she analyzed in which there are references of the instrument used to perform Malagueñas, 44% refers to the guitar, 12% to the piano, and the remaining 44% to other instruments such as bands, orchestras, harps, mandolins, violins, cornets, etc. Therefore, we see how, for Malagueñas, the guitar is generally in the majority. However, the production of scores for piano is higher than for the guitar, and it confirms what I said at the beginning, that flamenco performed on piano was predominant in the rich sectors of the population, who were the consumers of these scores. I could continue for hours talking about the presence of the piano in flamenco venues in the 19th century, but I would like to point out that the piano was also typical in dance academies. In the Tratado de Bailes by José Otero are included four scores of flamenco music, precisely for piano. They were composed for this book by Luis Sopeña. We are listening to one of these pieces, specifically the garrotín. As you can see, the Gartin sang 111 years ago is similar to the one still sung today. In this episode, we have again seen the tremendous dimension that flamenco acquired at the end of the 19th century. It is a pity that all this piano repertoire is practically forgotten. I miss that nowadays there are piano or piano and singing concerts with these pieces. Many of them are wonderful. I hope you enjoyed the episode and that you subscribe to the podcast if you still need to do so. You have several options such as iTunes, Spotify, Evox, Google Podcasts, or the YouTube channel Sonidos Olvidados en Musicología Creativa. You can also follow us on your socials. See you here in two weeks. 